I'm Robert Bexley, managing partner at the law firm of Bexley & Deloach, nonprofit legal professionals located in downtown Lawrenceville. We possess the skill and expertise to provide a wide range of legal services to all of Georgia's amazing nonprofit and faith-based organizations. Bexley & Deloach is here to make our services work for your charitable purpose. If your nonprofit requires any legal assistance, please contact us at 770-689-6006 or go to www.bexleydeloach.com. Hello and welcome to Giving Back to Gwinnett on Business Radio X. Giving Back to Gwinnett highlights the wonderful nonprofit organizations that serve our community. This show, presented by the law firm of Bexley and Deloach, convenience, affordability, and peace of mind, Bexley and Deloach is on your side. Hire a skilled attorney for your legal needs today. Did you know that there are over 4,000 wonderful nonprofits in the area? Our hope is that you will be touched by their mission and their impact so you too will want to be involved. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon, and we are coming to you live from the Subaru Gwinnett studio inside the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Now, let's meet some amazing people. Hello, amazing people. Hello. Hi. Wow, I have a room full again. I love it. With me today, this is a great day, I have three guests with me today is Kim Holland and Stacy Lord of Gwinnett Building Babies Brains. Hello, ladies. Hello. You can say hello. It's okay. And with me, Dr. Jeannie Burnett, Mana Scholarship Fund. Hello, Jeannie. What's up? <laughs> you name it, it's up. <laughs> uh, Kim and Stacy, if you wish, grab you a cup of coffee. We're going to be back with you in just a moment. All right. Hang in there. Jeannie's an old pro at this, so it's like you did this yesterday or something. Um, just saying. Something. So if it shouldn't be too bad just hang out for a minute and we're going to talk about uh the mana scholarship fund right up front now when i think of mana i think of mana from heaven you got it i'm telling you or, or maybe a blessing in general literally the name mana means gift from god it does it means what is it and it means christ himself there you go so how did this all come about the MANA Scholarship Fund. First of all, what does it focus on? What does MANA focus on? So I, when I was a young youngster, uh, 14 to 18, I developed an eating disorder. And I was anorexic, and then I was bulimic. Oh, wow. I literally, uh, I did not have a great relationship with God, but I remember one time when I was 17 looking up at the sky and going, God, why do you hate me so much? Why am I struggling so much? And after the last eh, few years, um, <laughs> I have figured out why. Um, God had put on my heart to start this organization uh, at the end of 2005. I started it with a colleague we wanted to have a Christian focused or Christian friendly, you know, like where people of faith who wanted who wanted to come someplace could come and um, have their faith integrated with their therapy. And we focus on eating disorders because myself and my colleague had an eating disorder and she was a dietitian. And uh, so we just we created the Mana Scholarship Fund. And when you are in your emotional and spiritual desert, if you look up and you see 
where God is. You can follow him through that and he will give you what you need. And that was, that's basically like for eating disorders, when they are walking through this hell that they're in, um, God gives you enough. And so it teaches you to lean on God and to take what you need, not too much and not too little. So 15 years, congratulations. Thank you. Going strong. Um, Stronger. It's been hell. But now, you know. now, now, obviously, you've lived through this. Yes. So you can relate to, to people in need. Mm-hmm. That's awesome in itself. Yep. Uh, you are a licensed clinical uh, psychologist, correct? I am. So you know about this stuff. From both sides. That's Wow. That's, that's a pretty good resume. Thanks. I like it. I like it. So how, how does this work? There, there, I believe that there's, what, roughly 26 million men and women who, who have these disorders? Half a million teenagers? Correct. Yes. That's a lot of people to help. Yes. Yes. So how, do, how does this work? Someone needs and, help. And you know, the thing about an eating disorder, it does not discriminate. No, it does not. Black, white, well, Christian, poverty, non-Christian. Right. Mm-mm, does not matter. So it, it hits you all on all, all four fronts. So someone needs help. What, what do they need to do? What, what's some of the first things they need to do? Um, in terms of calling manna? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. They can pick up the phone and call 770-495-9775, or they can go to manafund.org. Um, we have a, uh, a, a nice website there, and then um, we have four areas that's part of our mission statement, education, um, prevention, treatment, and research. And for the tr- treatment component, we physically have a space right up the street on Breckenridge. Nice. And we have... In Duluth. Duluth. Yes. those keeping score. Okay. Yes. Um, 5,300 square foot of uh, space. Um, I have 18 employees and uh, we can help you with your eating disorder or your trauma-based issues um, at three levels of care. So you've expanded a little beyond just eating disorders. Yes, yes. We Talk so, about that a little bit. Uh, so as we've been working with eating disorders, what we understand is that there is a core component, which is the pain. Right. And a lot of people who have eating disorders have also had some sort of trauma. Um, trauma can range from being abused to being teased. And so it doesn't matter what your, who, I mean, what matters is how that experience impacts you. So one person who might have, you know, gone through something abusive um, might not have the same kind of response as someone who's been teased. And so we don't like to say that, oh, your trauma is worse than someone else's or your pain is worse than someone else's because we don't know. So what we do is we just address the pain and we, um, we help them through that so that they don't need to have an eating disorder to cope with it any longer. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, so tell me about 2020. It's it's been difficult for everybody. Definitely been odd and and a, a change. What have you guys gone through at Mana? Well, um, I thought that uh, the shutdown was going to be hard. The only thing that we had to do was really buy a Zoom subscription. Not hard. Not hard. Um, That's good. We've figured it out. And we can run both uh, in-person and virtual sessions. That is awesome. We ran our, we have, like I said, three levels of care. Um, The highest level is partial hospitalization, 
when they're in our they're in our facility for a minimum of 30 hours a week uh, six hours a day five days a week and so we literally ran our zoom calls for six hours and then um, we also have intensive outpatient and that's three hours a day four days a week and then we have your traditional outpatient therapy I got you I got you and, and some of your patients actually go into the hospital uh, y- yes. So we also you, have. And you have funds for that. We so Mana Scholarship Fund mm-hmm. was created for the highest levels of care, which is hospitalization, right. medical, and then long-term care. And um, before 2016, when I combined the outpatient practice here in Duluth with the scholarship program, we we had put in the first 10 years about 25 people spent about 1.2 million dollars on providing that care we've like provided for that care and you know got discounted rates through the hospitals and so we were able to do that nice you pulled it off nicely yeah and now you actually directly pay mana directly pays the hospitals yes we don't pay people we don't pay them back we literally pay for we have There's no reimbursements Mm-mm. So that's good. You're paying the hospital directly. Right. Yeah. So I'll call the hospital. Well, that creates peace of mind for the patient. And the hospital. Well, that, that's true, too. <laughs> I'm more worried about the patient, but you're right. I, well, no, it works. Because if I said, you know, hey, I've got this patient and they need probably 30 or 45 days in care, yeah. I'll give you $15,000. Are you going to take them or not? Right. And a lot of times they say, yes, ma'am. That's awesome. They like you. Uh, I'm a little bit of a, I'm feisty. Well, that's good. No, you get things done. Yes, I do. I'm I like a bulldog. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so are, we we must have goals, expansion goals. Are we expanding? Oh, yes. I know Gwinnett County is definitely, you're in Gwinnett County. What else are we going to be doing? So um, I we are, we are working with another nonprofit in Michigan called the Kirsten Hagelin Foundation, and we are trying to set up a recovery residence for our people who are in our partial and our intensive outpatient levels of care. This is obviously gonna be for adult women, 18 and up, um, and this is to provide them a safe space if they have difficulty in finding good housing, you know, supportive housing. And so we'll have a, a maximum of four, four girls, four women that live in the home, plus we'll have um, a caretaker there. Those are huge goals. That's just one of them. I just well, well, throw another one at us. So this is great. we know that there is a dearth of resources on the south side of town. And so down in Peachtree City in that area, we are going to expand at some point next year down there. Congratulations. Yeah. I like it. I there's like nothing, it. literally nothing down there. And there's a whole lot of people with pain and who need that care so what kind of help do you need with these goals they're big goals but they're really cool what kind of help do you need with these i know you need resources we all we all need resources so as i was saying other than the podcast here i'm just saying well you know this is fantastic it's a great step off point so um in the chamber uh johnny uh, phelps used to say because he sold houses if you really love someone buy him a house absolutely so i would love it there's some bad jokes that go with that we'll leave those alone uh, we're not going there there no no so i would love for someone to give us a house rent us a house we need a three bed two bath house and then we also need um money we need food we need refrigerators we need furniture we we need everything like for that and if if you're going to be owning houses you're going to need 
Oh, maintenance and fun stuff like that. Exactly. All of that stuff. That list grows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But does. getting the house first, that's first and foremost. That's, uh, you know what, the, the rest, I mean, you throw it out there and God will pick it up and, and something will happen. So how do people get a hold of you? Seriously, not just for, for patients, but, but to help you with these goals. How do people need to get a hold of you? So they can go to our website. We are actually starting our Angel Society and um, what I'd really love is for 100, 200 people to sign up for our Angel Society. It's $19 a month. It's just a subscription. It just comes right out. You know, that's, a ma- that's about, what, a Starbucks for four days. And so I would love for people just to log on and find our Angel Society. We're running a banner on it and um, help us that way. That's manafun.org. Manafund.org. It is. Manafund.org. M-A-N-N-A. Nice. And you are the founder and CEO of, of the organization. I am. Awesome. Well, Jeannie, thank, Dr. Jeannie, thank you for coming in. No worries. That was it's easy. That was fun. Goes by fast. Now we just got to get that house. Right. I know a guy that can do the termite and pest control for you. Great. Free, of course. Of course. I'll introduce you later. I love that. Good I appreciate deal. that. Thank, thank you, you for, for th- having me on your show. You're very welcome. Thank you for being here. Kim, Stacy, you still there? We're here. We are. Ah, there they are. There they are. Uh, how was the coffee? Excellent. Thank oh, you. Oh, perfect. Perfect. That's good. Excuse me. Building babies' brains. Gwinnett, the, is there more than one building babies' brains? This no. Is the, this is the Gwinnett version. This is unique to Gwinnett. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't know. But now this is a, a community collective. Yes. Correct. And that means a whole lot of diverse people and organizations getting involved. Yeah, we have um, 40 to 50 organizations within Gwinnett, community leaders, nonprofits, businesses, uh, school districts, you name it. We're all sitting around the table um, tackling this problem of school readiness. So how, how in the world did it get started? There, there, there must have been a need. There had to be a need. And, and people like yourself stepped up. Yeah, so the the school district a number of years ago um, heard, you know, from schools anecdotally that kids were coming to kindergarten not ready. So they developed a um, readiness assessment for children coming into school based on standards for pre-K students and found that 52% of our students entering kindergarten are not ready. And that's a global assessment. So we're looking at cognitive, social, emotional, all of those types of Um, skills that kids entering kindergarten need to have and that's a lot of kids if you think we've got 60,000 children birth to five in Gwinnett and 52 percent of them are not ready to learn in kindergarten that many there's that many when you say skill level that that's what uh, their their ability to to interact to learn all of that so specific skills letters numbers things you think about with cognitive but also collaborating with te- with peers, being able to follow directions, things like that when they get to school to be successful. I got you. I got you. Now, let's let's jump ahead a little bit and we'll get back to to, to some more important things. You, you ladies, you folks have an amazing website. I want to talk about the website. I don't I definitely want to get the website in. I went to the website. It's really cool, but there's a toolkit for parents. Yes. I definitely want to talk about that right away. Talk about that. all the things that are available to parents from your website 
You want to take that? Sure. Well, the website is set up so that, uh, you know, birth to five, parents can go in, they can find what they need, and it's actually really geared toward, um, you know, separating out by zero to three months, you know, uh, specific age groups so that parents can really isolate exactly, you know, the age of their child and what they might need. Uh, There are resources around social-emotional learning. There are resources around approaches to learning, around literacy, so just so many different avenues depending on the needs of the parent. Even parents who think, you know what, my child may be um, developmentally delayed in some way or I'm feeling like there may be um, maybe some speech delays or or something going on that I'm just not, you know, I just don't know enough about that they can actually go onto the website and find resources for that as well. There's videos, there's downloads, there's activities. That's right. It's really cool. Yeah, so, thank you. So, so maybe there there is a, a handbook for children. I, I, they say children don't come with handbooks, but this well, could be close. This is what we every we parent know. needs. This I'm dead serious. You are correct. It's very cool. And that you know whether your child is ready for kindergarten or not, there are resources for everyone on the web page, and even resources if you're looking for childcare or you want to find out if there's a program where I can take my child, but I want to be with them. You right. know, all of those are on the website as well. Give the website real quick. We're going to give it again, uh, give it out again before we get done. But give give the website out real quick if you would. Buildingbabiesbrains.com. Buildingbabiesbrains.com. You, you realize there's there are people listening to this right now that, that are jumping on their phone or something and trying to find this we website. Hope so. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm hoping too. Uh, seriously, folks, if you're listening, go to the website. It it really is cool. All right, back to back to back to the other business. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't wait to talk about the website. Um, birth to five. I think you just said that, Stacy. Birth That's to right. five. Birth to five. Birth to five. And there's a thing about third grade reading level. Mm-hmm. Um, help me with that third grade reading level. That that's a point in a child's life where they should be at a certain point or something like that. Help me with this. Right. You know, you often see see the statistic that talks about children who are not reading on grade level by third grade have a greater chance of not graduating from high school. And we know that when you don't graduate, that leads to other things in life that that's not great. Right. But we also say that third grade reading problem is or that that third grade reading statistic is not just a third grade problem. We have to think about everything that happens in that child's life before they get to third grade. Leading up to that point. That's right. That's right. So I guess at birth to fifth, at birth to five. It, it, it's so, so important for that. That's right. I mean, you have to think about um, 80% of uh, neural connections are really made by the time they're three and 90% by the time they're five. Wow. And so that's a lot of learning that needs to be done by the time they get to that point in their lives. And that is, and that is why you exist to help help out with all this. That's right. Um, this is great. You know, our, our group has been out in the community and really talking to people and realize that a lot of people have no idea that kids can learn before they start talking. Uh, they think, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that later. We'll work on that when they're talking. But honestly, it starts from the day they're born. By the time they get to the third grade, it's too late. Well, it's not too late, but it's much harder. It's much harder to close the gap. Much harder. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Wow, mm-hmm. that's, that's huge. That's huge. So how do we tackle school readiness? How do we tackle that issue, school readiness? Mm-hmm. So it's really this group of folks that got together. We spent, um, we're about two years in now, and we spent the first year figuring it out and coming up with a strategic plan um, to tackle it in some specific areas. And so we're looking at three levers that we're going to try to pull. So one is around awareness, and that's where the buildingbabiesbrains.com comes in, um, and some other things that we're going to do in the near future. And so we have an action team working on that. And then there's high-quality programming and resources 
we want to make sure that parents have access to high quality in where they live so locally available to all parents and then also looking at that collective approach so what can we do as a community and different organizations and people getting together to make sure that we're leveraging the resources we have the limited resources that we all have together to make a difference in a child's life now what are you talk about community I, i'm big into building community what are some of the major things the big things that, that the community can do what do you need the most out of your community it's so, easy to say you're going to do something and sure and uh well i'm busy but what does the community right. need to do so you know number one is just understanding that this is um, a reality in Gwinnett that learning does begin at birth and we have a lot of kids coming to kindergarten not ready I think that's surprising to a lot of people when we say over half of our kids are coming into kindergarten without the skills they need to be successful wow. and that same group of kids are the same kids that aren't reading on grade level in third grade so we've got to mitigate that so it's just awareness around that so just talking about it telling family and friends um, promoting the website following us on social media we have Facebook and Instagram Twitter coming in January um, and then of course you know the resources we'd love to have boots on the ground people out advocating for this right now obviously that's a very different world but post pandemic we're looking at some you know community events and volunteers and of course resources around you know like you said with the guest earlier um funding is always needed always important always important are there any events coming up there are not not at this time with the pandemic but we right. are in the planning stages um to start looking at some kind of community fair oh that would be great yep. so That'd maybe great. in the summer when this is over let's hope it is fingers crossed mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned uh, facebook facebook social mm -hmm. media yeah, Stacey, so right now, that. yeah, uh, Building Babies Brains, uh, Gwinnett. We are on Facebook and Instagram currently. We post four times a week. Uh, the three posts during the, the, the work day really are focused around a specific topic or a specific focus um, coming straight from our website. So we're nice. really trying to drive traffic, drive parents That's and good. families, um, caretakers, whoever are looking for early learning opportunities for their kids, back to the website. Um, like you said, there's videos and podcasts and all sorts of resources out there. Out there and so bringing them back to our website just really gives them an opportunity to, to explore and see it um, and then um, on Saturdays we just give a little tidbit of information on something that parents can do as their child's first teacher to um, you know that's easy it's not hard to build your baby's brain but some sometimes it's just somebody helping you think of an idea what can I do today and um, it's easy and fun and um, just builds connections between families and their kiddos I love it I love it give us that website one more time yep buildingbabiesbrains.com folks I heavily encourage everyone listening to check it out take that take that couple minutes and uh, you'd be surprised you you might spend a lot more than a couple minutes once you get there Stacy Kim thank you for being here thank, thank you so you. much for having us best of luck with it it's really cool what you're doing uh, I never realized their uh, birth to five years is is such so important it is critical it really yeah, is I, absolutely I, well, I, I think uh, too many of us assume oh it's just a, a, a small child they don't know what's going on or well, we can say anything in front of them <laughs> I guess not no they are taking it all in and the more you engage with that little one the better I, li I like it I like it nice job ladies thank, thank you, you so much happy holidays thanks for being here you happy too holidays. happy holidays thank you for joining us on giving back to Gwinnett this show has been presented by Bexley and DeLoach. 
For convenience, affordability, and peace of mind, visit BexleyDeloach.com. B-E-X-L-E-Y-D-E-L-O-A-C-H.com. I'm Tom Sheldon. You've been listening to Giving Back to Gwinnett on Business Radio X.